He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. They would add another $3 trillion to our debt over the next 10 years. Let me be specific. Here's how they do it. They made it clear in legislation introduced to the, uh, the investment we've made to crack down on tax cheats, billionaires and millionaires. The CBO says by doing away with that, that, those extra agents, we're going to cost the American public another $114 billion in lost revenue. Hmm. Interesting comments from Joe Biden. I'm Drew Berkowitz. That was our fearless commander-in-chief. Sarcasm definitely intended there. Saying, don't worry, the new 87,000 IRS agents aren't coming after you. They're not coming after everyday Americans. I encourage you, of course, not to believe him. He's not big. This guy's not big on fulfilling promises. Ask the women and children in Afghanistan. He kept saying, hey, we're going to keep the Taliban in check. How'd that go? Not so well. The Taliban are in control of the country. They've, in fact, changed the name of the country, and children and women are having a pretty pretty rough go. Ask the men and women who lost their livelihoods and their jobs. Day one, when Joe is in office in the fossil fuel industry. How about that promise, too, of, of bringing Americans together? That definitely, definitely hasn't During gone. Cancer. So well. Promise of curing yes. cancer. Curing cancer. That's true. Yep. Striking out left and right, Joe. You just are. You just are. All right, folks. It's hump day. Glad to be spending some time with you. We're glad that you're here. Thanks for coming here. Hit that like button on the way in. We're so excited about some of the stuff. Well, I don't want to say I'm so excited to talk about some of the stuff. Some of the stuff's just not good. <laughs> it's just, if we're being honest, it's not good. But we're going to have some fun doing it. After the show, we'll be over on booze and banter. That redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew to sign up. That's where you sign up. Once you do that, you never go to that link again. Then you just go to redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB, or you can go to the live premium player on the site. That's where we're going to be. There's tons to get into over there. But before we get over there, we got plenty here. We got plenty here. And Lindsay, well, you just saw the picture there. Lindsey Graham's one of the things we're going to get into over on Booze and Banter. He wants to give amnesty to essentially damn near 2 million illegal aliens. We're going to talk. We got a lot to talk, Let's, but we got to get into this. We got to hustle today. So I think most of us would agree when it comes to this particular administration that the Biden White House has maybe the worst communications team in history, including, including the president himself, of course, who, who's incapable of stringing together a sentence. Uncapable? What? You said incapable. Incapable? Incapable. Did I? I yeah. As I make fun of him. <laughs> Words are tough. Um, but so, so KJP was asked about the different types of communication settings for President Biden. And if there was a preference or one that was most comfortable for him, one that he excelled at, this was her answer. Take a listen. Uh, and then on the cultural, so-called culture wars, um, where the president's communications are concerned, and I'm asking you because you work on his communications team, and you're a professional communicator. Um, there is obviously a variety of settings the president can employ, set pieces, impromptu remarks, teleprompter, no teleprompter, etc., etc. 
Is it the view of the president's communications team that he is equally adept in all settings in terms of communications, or are there some that played a greater strength, some where he probably isn't as strong, et cetera? I will tell you this. The president is the best communicator that we have in the White House. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's amazing. He's the best communicator Sounds that we have right. in the White House. Sounds about right. Right? I mean, and, and, and honestly, sadly, he might be. I mean, she might as well have just said it is what it is, right? We know Joe sucks, but he's, he's the guy who's installed, and he is the best communicator out of all of us. Um, it's not true. He's not. I mean, there's, there's, there's really not. I can't point to a person who is a good communicator in that White House. Uh, and if it is, in fact, true that he's the best communicator, then we're all in a whole lot of trouble. And newsflash, we remember are. That, we just, remember that intern that they had come in? He had, like, the nails, and he wore, like, the... Oh, that like was the, the it wasn't... A, yeah, it was, like, the intern for a day, the TikTok influencer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a good communicator. Uh -huh. He was pretty... I'm just saying, like, yeah. he communicates with millions of followers that day. You know I mean? Like, but, you know, like, that's... That was, bad. that was a really bad look for America. I think that's about yeah. the time where, like, Xi Jinping and Putin and them were like, it's game on. Mm. <laughs> what, what, what do we want to do? Let's They're pull out a map. <laughs> flamboyant TikTok influencers to the White House. Uh, but, I mean, look, this answer obviously doesn't instill any confidence, uh, or at least it shouldn't, in uh, the White House's ability to communicate, the president's ability to communicate. It's almost like we're getting to the point now where – a spokesperson, KJP or otherwise, is going to come out and, and just say the president doesn't really have any input on decisions that are being made. His schedule's so busy that he delegates this stuff to people that he trusts. Uh, I mean, it's just, it just the whole thing is so weird. Two weeks ago, Biden gave the order. We've talked about this a lot, but just, just going back. He gave the order to shoot down the balloon. Said, he said, I gave the order on Wednesday. And then a couple hours later, a spokesperson from DOD, as we all remember, said we decided to wait until Saturday to shoot down the Chinese balloon, which we all know to be true. Again, we, we discussed this. But that was really telling. That's a really telling thing for, for who's actually involved in the decision-making process there. And again, we discussed it when it happened, but the president, who is the commander-in-chief, makes a decision. And then his military advisors say, no, Saturday's better for us. We're, you know, we've got, I've got my children's, um, got a production at school, We've got this. Like, we're just going to have to do it Saturday. It's, it's, it's just a, it's a not a good look. And Biden's communication problem, too, is that he wants to come off and sound assertive and decisive, but he's clearly not. And he could have handled that better, by the way. He could have said, you know, instead of saying, I gave the order Wednesday and they, they, they went ahead and did what they wanted to do on their own accord, should have said, like, I had a meeting with the Joint Chiefs of Staff was briefed on different options and decided it was the best course of action to track the balloon, which I, I disagree with. But you, you could have put it that way and then put it down over the – like said this is, this is what we did, this is what I decided. Because no one's going to question you, at least in terms of who is really running the show, if you say it that way. They're going to question the decision, but they're not going to question who's running the show. But <clears throat> anyways, KJP says he's a great communicator, says he's in charge, says he's – sharp and and always on top of things and she also said this she said that his economic plan is working take a listen to this exchange right here administration officials have said growing real wages is an important marker for the economy 
how do you view the setback in today's numbers? So a couple of things. I do want to say that uh, what we have said many times is that we believe that the president's um, the president's economic plan is indeed working, and it's giving people a little breathing room. You heard me say this at the top: how the how we have seen, uh, um, you know, how we have seen um, the plan actually working. We see we're seeing inflation moderate uh, just a bit, uh, as we've seen the last couple of months, and that is important. And the way that we see things moving forward, we believe uh, that it is uh, uh, that is important to continue to work to finish to finish the work that the president has started, and that's what you heard from him. Uh, very uh, explicitly uh, just uh, just a couple of days ago uh, when just last week when he talked about so it's starting to work it's starting to work if if work means destroying everyone's economic situation their livelihoods i mean and and, and sadly that's that's kind of the point that we're at where it's become clear that so many of these dc swamp creatures members on both sides the uniparty want to change the system so bad that they don't care that people are hurting, that people are suffering, that they can't afford eggs and bread and, 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 and groceries writ large and gas at the pump and all these things. And they're seeing it as, as wins, that it's coming down. Guys, it's coming. Again, this is like crashing a boat into a cliff and then being like, here's a life jacket, you're welcome. Like, no, you don't, you don't get to celebrate crashing the boat by being the hero and giving a life check. Like, it's just, it's insanity what we're dealing with here. Well, it, it's like, um, trying to remember, remember he was like, oh, I, I love foreign policy or whatever. He's always remember said that? that. Yeah, and, and yeah, Joe and always like, says it too. So how's that doing now here with Russia and North Korea? And, you know, like, how's, Iran, how's that and, going? And, and Iran, like, and Saudi <laughs> who snubbed you on oil. Like, oh, yeah, the list goes on and on and I mean, on. At this, point, at this point, if they're saying he's good at it or he loves it, I think they're just trying to, mask up what is really not, he's he, not maybe good. he's like prepping to to start like his own kind of babylon b and and everything is just kind of mm. it's for a laugh I, I don't know but it's remarkable to me that these guys we play clip after clip for this we talk about this all the time that these guys can sit there with a straight face and be like no that we think things are good we think that it's working and that the american people are happy it's like we need you to go and talk to the so-called american people or Show me who you think the American people are, because there's not a one of us who's happy with how things are going. There, there's just not. The situation is not good. Again, there might be folks who hated Trump on the left and are so glad he's gone, and, and they, can, they can have their, their TDS and deal with that and let him rent space in their head if that's the life that they want to live. Sounds miserable to me. But even those people should realize things are not good. You can't afford your little Thai, you know, thai tea lattes, whatever the hell they're called. You can't afford... You know, your your triple pump, this, that, and the other macchiatos, because the economy sucks. And so many of the different industries that are out there have been just crazily affected by this guy's policies. And I say this guy, it's really the people controlling him. As Toker88 says, they want people to hurt so they can come in and help the people. I think it's yes, I think it's that. They want to to be here. This that's what's going off the balloon stuff. It's a PR PR deal, like, hey. We're shooting these down, and now we're being tough after we got caught with our pants down. Same thing here. They wanted to do that. They created the supply chain crisis so they could, quote-unquote, fix that. They haven't fixed it. But it's it's just it's, – it's remarkable that anyone goes along with it and takes them at their word when they try and say things are better, things are improving. No, they're not. And I want them to. Look, I'd be the first if, – if this person 
whoever's running things there, and let's just give Joe credit for a second, pretend that he's actually doing things. If he were to fix some of this stuff, and if he were to close the border, and he were to to lower prices here, if he were to bring you know gas production back at scale, as much as I don't like the guy, I'd be like, you know what, bro? Great job. Great job. Still want you gone in two years or less, but great job. But man, I'm telling you, I, th- th- this all just feels more and more and more by the day like it's what they want. And I think it is, again, because in order to instill more of these communist values and ideals and that type of an apparatus, that type of a, of, a, of, a, of a government, you have to do these things. You have to crush the middle class, pound them into the ground and remove them from existence. You've got to do all the things that they're doing, and it's, it's happening right before us on a daily basis. How, hi to all you folks coming in, by the way. Double tap. Dave, folks coming in over on YouTube. Good to see you. Glad you're here. Everywhere else as well. Uh, we're glad to spend some time with you guys. Please do hit that like button, whichever platform you're on. Make sure that you're following the page or subscribed. It's always the safest. We tell you it's safest to come over to rumble.com forward slash Drew Berquist. Make sure you're subscribed there. Uh, it's it, it it just goes a long way. And then obviously make sure you get over to redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew and get signed up so you can come have a drink with us every day after the show. Okay, it is that time. It is that time. Let's get to question of the day. And it's look, I'm going to put you in a bind here. I'm going to put you in a bind and you got to give me an answer. It's would you rather spend an hour with Lindsey Graham, the ambiguously gay rhino establishment joker, or Lindsey Lohan? You got to choose one. Don't say, oh, neither. You got to choose one. Would you rather spend an hour with Lindsey Graham or Lindsey Lohan? Send in your responses. We'll get into them, and we'll get into a whole lot more, including another chemical leak that's happening in Arizona. That's all right after this quick break. I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank you for your continued support by bringing you the biggest bath sale ever. Get my six-piece towel sets for the lowest price ever, only $39.96. His and her bathrobes, 50% off. Bath mats for as low as $17.49. And I'm also excited to announce the original My Slippers are back in stock, and now they come in even more colors and wide sizes. They're made with the same great patented technology, and yes, you'll still save $90 a pair. So get the biggest savings ever on bath sheets, bath mats, washcloths, hand towels, bathrobes, slippers, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen, use your promo code, and get deep discounts on all MyPillow bath products, including our six-piece towel sets, regular $89.98, now only $39.96. Get all your shopping in while quantities last, so please order now. All right, so I'm going to be honest. I got to get some more cigars from my Patriot Cigars. You can, too. I had some cigars doing, uh, uh, yes, it's plural, pre-show prep today. Just, you know, it's a gorgeous day in Florida. I was outside doing some show prep and, and some other work. 
and had some, but I was out. I was out of My Patriot Cigar. So I got to get some. You can too. Go to MyPatriotCigars.com. Use promo code Drew to save 15%. Uh, you're going to be glad that you did. All right, let's get now, to those I, responses. I got a question about the question. The question about the question. What's your question it, about the question? Is it like pre-drugs, Lindsay Lohan? Mid-drugs? You can pick. You, you can know, pick whichever or one. Or post, like she's cleaned up and a mom now, you know. I, I, I'm going to say you can pick whichever one you want. All right. So think about it. There's a lot on the line here, Disco. Uh, okay. Double Tap says Lindsay with an E, so I'm presuming presuming that's, that's Lindsey Graham. Graham, I'd make him cry, says June. That would be fun. Lindsay Lohan, says Scott Tomlinson. No question. No questions asked with Scott. He says it's just straight up Lohan. Lohan all day. A few beers and I have a shot, says Double Tap. I love it. Okay, so I got Double Taps wrong earlier. Graham, he knows more, says Shirley. Graham, then I could tell him what I think of him, says Carol. That's fair. That's a valid point. Lindsay, as long as she doesn't speak. Lindsay Lohan, that is. Okay. Who else we got? Lohan might not even know I'm there, says Judy. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> probably true. Um what else we got, Disco? I'm trying to scroll through all of these. Graham, but I'll need therapy, says Texas Panhandle Patriot. Barbrox, who is Lindsey Graham? Pretty sure I could talk him out. I could out-talk him. I can ooze sarcasm and cutting remarks. Don't know who Lohan is. Um, Lohan is the girl who was in um, The Parent Trap growing up and yeah, then did a did bunch the, of other well, she did. She did the remake of The Parent Trap. Let's not say the original. Okay, come on. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Remake. 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 Yeah. She was in the one with Dennis Quaid, right? Yes, Dennis okay. Quaid. She was in Freaky Friday, Herbie. I'm, I I don't know this off the top of my head. I don't. I'm literally <laughs> you looking you, at you a know list. a lot. <laughs> looking at the list. Okay. On the computer here. <laughs> Dave Morey, two shitty choices. Damn, Drew. I know, right? We're we're yeah. trying to challenge ourselves here today as a as a community. Who would you go with? I would Let's say go. Lohan, and it could be pre drugs, mid drugs, or post, because I know with Graham, I want to punch him in the face. So, yeah. Well, and here's the deal. If uh, someone's going to come on to you, you'd rather it be Lohan. Even even all coked yeah. up, and she's got kind of like some weird teeth thing going on now because yeah, 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 of all yeah. she's done to herself. But yeah. Lindsay's going to come on to you. She's cleaned up now. She's cleaned up now. And, you know, I think yeah. she's a kid now and stuff. But I'm just saying, like, I, that would be the <laughs> – I would rather that happen than have an old man come on to me because that would just be creepy yeah. and right. disgusting. No, yeah. Would you rather have either, a, either yeah, way, and Alcohol either can way. be involved. So you can have a drink with Lohan <laughs> and get her, you know, doing some t crazy stories or you can have Lindsey Graham grinding on your leg. Like, because that's... Yes. And I would say either way, you're taking a shower afterwards because you're going to oh feel gosh, disgusting yes. no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be like... Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. What's your answer? You didn't answer yet. I'm, gonna, I'm going Lohan. I, I just... The only redeeming value I see out of Lindsey Graham is I kind of will give him some props with his kind of southern twang in his voice sometimes. Like, I don't necessarily mind that. I just dislike everything else about him. And again, I don't like men grinding on me. Um, yes, but see, also, I know you. You, by the time that you'd be done with Lohan, like spending that hour with her, you, you would have done the handshake that they do in the parent trap, you know, the, the secret handshake that the twins have. You would be doing you'd you'd have that knocked down. You'd be perfect. Yeah. So probably, probably. I mean, you you get me some drinks and get going. Like we have some fun. I mean, I I can make it fun. I can make it fun. Yeah. All right, not fun. Let's move to Arizona. Um, yesterday at two forty p.m. in Tucson, Arizona, a truck carrying hazardous materials overturned on I ten. I hate driving on I ten. It doesn't matter where it is in the country. I just don't like it. 
but it overturned on I-10 in Tucson, Arizona. The driver of the truck was killed, and an orangish smoke started leaking from the tank that it was hauling. So right after, we had another shelter in place for a, you know, a one-mile radius around where the accident occurred. People told, stay in your homes, something that <clears throat> I guess is a little different than East Palestine, who were told to get the hell out of their homes and evacuate. But the truck was hauling nitric acid, which is very toxic if inhaled and corrosive to metals or tissue. Prolonged exposure to low concentrations or short-term exposure to high concentrations may result in adverse health effects, according to the National Library of Medicine. This is stuff, nitric acid, that's used for the production of ammonium nitrate, which is a major component of fertilizers and also as a result of that explosives. So not only are we dealing with a mushroom cloud of gas over East Palestine, Ohio, we had these other trains get derailed. Now there's an overturned semi that's leaking nitric acid all over the place in Arizona. You can see that. I mean, that's a nasty look, look at that. That's that can't be good for your system right there. I'm not this is obviously not at scale like what happened in East Palestine, but still that's not a good scene right there. And you'd think that these trucks and I, and I, and I understand like the train, the tankers and all stuff, but you think like if they're having something that has that there's even if this thing gets tipped over there's no leaking. You know what I mean? There's got to be measures for this some sort of a fail safe or yeah you would think that that that's what i'm saying and even still even go back to east palestine with the amount that was being transported was over the limit that if anyone was there for like in the factory for more than like five minutes they would be sent home because they'd be sick and dying right why are they transporting that much on one train anyway well you we're going to talk about that here in a little bit we're going to talk about some of the companies who own that that rail company uh we'll get into it but that was an unplanned tease there yeah i mean look at that i mean look at you getting ahead in my notes for today um (laughs) so look i mean we're not sure what caused this but it's not looking good for this administration certainly for mayor pete secretary of transportation by any measure this dude Buttigieg, is an abysmal failure as a cabinet secretary he had the supply chain disruption remember all the car And, and and to be clear i'm not saying that this truck accident in Arizona is, is his fault. But you look at the collective. You have the supply chain disruption. I think we just talked about it again this week. It's, it must be fresh in my mind because you had all those cargo ships stuck off the coast of the country in, in California, but also in Texas, I believe, and some other places. And <clears throat> that was all there. They were just waiting to be offloaded. That was kind of the first big blunder for Mayor Pete. And, of course, as we keep talking about, the you know, he was nowhere to be found. He was, of course, on paternity leave. And then there was the potential shortly thereafter for the railroad strike, and union negotiations were underway. Things could have gone very south, especially considering they already were going south. That, that added on top would have been crazy. And where was he for that? Oh, yeah, he was gone. He, he had sent a government plane to pick up his husband to fly to Portugal so they could have a vacation. Then came all the flight cancellations at Christmas time. Mayor Pete was, was going to get tough. His main focus was on Southwest Airlines and their ticket refund policy. After that, several near misses, passenger airplanes on runways and in the air. Then we had the, the four-hour nationwide ground stop. Disco got to experience that firsthand in the U.S. Something that, by the way, hasn't happened since the 9-11 attacks. <laughs> I was sitting next to someone in, in the lounge on that day, and they're like, I don't think this has ever happened. I was like, 
Yeah. I remember it. I, I, I totally, I, I remember it like it was yesterday. Like, that's the only time that I can remember off the top of my head that all air traffic was shut down. Yeah. That, well, it's the only time. Last time. That was the last time it happened. And Mayor, Mayor Pete, of course, blamed it on somebody else for just fat fingering something into the system. But then comes the train derailment, <laughs> uh, you know, yesterday, or not yesterday, but this week in, in East Palestine, the detonation of vinyl chloride into the atmosphere. We've got these unidentified flying objects, not UFOs from a, in a space sense, but, you know, actual just, we don't know, unidentified objects in our airspace. You had the Chinese spy balloon shooting them down out of embarrassment. And as I said, after the first, the mushroom cloud of, of toxic gas in East Palestine, which I'm not laughing about, it's just remarkable that we're dealing with all this nonsense, two more train derailments, one in Texas, one in South Carolina, and then this, just... Just yesterday like, in, in Tucson. We always say, you know, this isn't a pro-Trump show. It's America first. But I feel like people were fired on under his, you know, when he was president for less things than what has been happening with him. Yeah. You know, what he's been, well, and, here's the, and, and we showed clips yesterday. You know, there's all these things going wrong in this country that literally affect people's lives. Literally, in, in some cases, sadly, are going to kill them in a prolonged matter. And he, he's at events joking about stuff, not commenting on it at all. We're also just finding out about an incident that happened back in uh, mid-December of 2022. There was a United Airlines flight from Maui to San Francisco that almost did a nosedive into the Pacific Ocean right after takeoff because the pilots were inexperienced and became confused. Guys, we don't need any foreign adversaries coming over here to sabotage us. The Biden administration's doing a phenomenal job of destroying our own infrastructure themselves. It's it's credit due where credit's due. It's remarkable what's going on. And there's people asking, well, you know, what do these spills really mean? Is it another test? Look, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I know the answer. I think it's peculiar as hell when you when you add in all of these things happening, you know, East Palestine, all of those things, the, the supply chain crisis, farms and food processing plants burning, fish and chickens dying, as June said. There's so many of these things happening, and they're happening all the time. And it's pretty, it's pretty wild that there's some people who sit back and they're like, yeah, but it's all just coincidence. Again, if it was in small doses, I'd say it's, it seems like it's coincidence. It might not be, but it seems like it. There's so much happening now that you have to kind of argue – or at least you need to say, hey, let's sit down and have a conversation about this. I want some answers. And if they give you a stiff arm, which they do, and they are, then that's all the more telltale sign that something something bigger might be going on. Well, I, it's it's kind of like the Jesse Smollett thing, how we were like, come on, what are the odds of all that happening on the same night? Hat, noose, bleach, subway sub, you know, like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> and so with this, it's like we keep, we're at that point now where it's like, this is kind of... Because yeah. here we are, distracting ourselves from everything else that's going on. No wonder Putin hasn't made a move over here because he's like, they're too messed up anyway. Let's go ahead and do some moves over here in Ukraine. Yeah, Let's they don't do need to. They're la over. China and Russia are laughing their asses off, thinking to themselves, these fools are going to kill themselves because they have idiots in charge. We don't need to do a damn thing. Now, that, Let they, them kill uh, themselves and those, so we don't hurt any more, kill any more of our people, and right. then we'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and they're right to think that. Like, we are. We're destroying ourselves from within politically. We all hate each other. I think we all recognize that now. There's no, there's no love. There's no unity in this country. We're as tribal as Afghanistan. People don't like to admit that, but we are. And, and, 
and we've got people in charge who who don't know what the hell they're doing. There's there's some who know what they're doing and they're trying to actively disrupt and destroy this country. But there's others who are just pawns in the game who don't know what they're doing. There's not a person in this decision, I, I, in this administration, excuse me, that I'm confident can make the right decision. I can't think of one. And I wish there was a few. Democrat or not, I wish there was a few that I could be like, okay, well, maybe he's going to help just make some sane and rational decisions. But when it all happens like this, Jill, I agree. It's no coincidence. Food plants burning down, train derailments, letting spy balloons go through the entire U.S. I, I, I think that we are, are actively being attacked from within. That's not to say that China didn't send that balloon here because they, they did that. Because I talked about it on One American News today. They did it because we're vulnerable, we're weak, and they, they want to, they, whatever their reason might be, whether they want to test some stuff, whether they want to see our response, it's probably a combination of all that as well as collect intelligence. They're doing it because of our weakness. If, if we had a leader with a pair of balls, they wouldn't do it because they'd be concerned of the possible consequences. Right now, they know there are no consequences. Hell, if someone in Montana didn't see that balloon, it wouldn't have even gotten shot down. They would have just let it pass through and been like, we dodged a bullet there. Like, no one said anything, so we don't have to do anything mean to China and cause any issues. But when it comes to Palestine, because that's obviously been a big story this week, you guys might be wondering why there's been no response by the federal government to help out people of East Palestine, or even a statement from Joe Biden or his Secretary of Transportation. Well, this was interesting. Eric Matheny put this, I think it was Eric who put this out. Um, maybe I'm just giving him credit for no reason, but <clears throat> good dude. I actually talking to him after the show today. Um, there's, these are among the top 10 owners of Norfolk Southern, which is, is the rail line that owns the train that derailed in, in Palestine. So we can pop this up on the screen here. You've got the Vanguard group, JP Morgan, BlackRock, Lazard assessment, capital research, geode capital, Wells Fargo, and isn't it strange that all these corporations are owners of Northern Suffer, uh, North, uh, Norfolk Southern, excuse me, and that these same companies have also all embraced ESG scores? They're all yearly attendees of the World Economic Forum. And they'd be put in really bad light if they were connected to one of the worst environmental disasters in American history. One of the benefits of this Marxist revolution is that we're going through, that we're going through is that the masks are totally off. And we're seeing firsthand that people who push the climate agenda are frauds. It's nothing more than a power grab. Power, it's a, a scheme based on propaganda. It gives them ammo. It gives them the opportunity. It's a, it's, it's a ruse. And these giant corporations, along with world governments, decided to join forces to seize control of energy, finance, technology, and work in concert with each other. And it's terrifying because what we're seeing, what we're experiencing, again, you don't have to open your, you have to open your eyes some. You got to do some research, but you don't have to do a ton to see it. It's all right there in front of you. And it's, it's downright nasty. It's downright devious what they're doing and they're doing it together. And it's not when it comes to climate change, some altruistic campaign to save the earth. It sounds good, and people fall for it, which is why they go with it. But this is greed. That's all it is. It's greed and the ability to control people, decide who gets what and how much of what they get. It was Eric, by the way, who posted that. Okay, good. Yeah. Kudos to Eric Matheny. I'll talk to you here in a little bit. Um, all right. 
We got more. We got more to touch on. We got tons to touch on still in booze and banter today. We'll get Tom involved. But first, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Millie, who, don't worry, guys, feel, feel good. If you're worried about everything else that's going on, General Millie took a break from studying white rage, and he says that Russia's lost. We'll talk about that on the other side. Stick around. <laughs> Big tech and other woke companies give billions to the radical left? They're literally using your money to take your vote and your freedoms away from you. Stop! Shop at Mammoth Nation instead, the conservative marketplace. Get huge discounts on thousands of products from hundreds of American and veteran-owned retailers. Vote at the booth and with your wallet. This is how we fight tyranny, folks. Right now, go to mammothnation.com and become a lifetime member. Use this promo code and save 30%. Hey guys, it's a crazy world out there, and we're facing more uncertainty than we've faced in a long time, if not ever. And the most important advice I can give you and your loved ones is to be prepared. Most people realize they need something way too late in the event of a disaster, be it a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid war. Don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones as you adjust to whatever crisis you're facing and develop a strategy. And thankfully, Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected. With Heaven's Harvest, you're not only supporting a pro-America Christian companies that shares your values, but you also get discounts on emergency survival foods, heirloom vegetable seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your own foods. So get ahead, be prepared, and survive with a company that shares your values. Right now, go to heavensharvest.com and use promo code DREW, D-R-E-W, to save. So a couple admin points real quick. There's some of you talking about in the chat. I, I'm telling you guys, not just because we're partnered with Heaven's Harvest, but they're an awesome company. The people there, I'm excited. You know, every once in a while you'll work with a partner and they let you down a little bit. I'm really damn excited about Heaven's Harvest and all the amazing products that they have. And it is a wild time out there. Like I've heard from multiple sources. I'm not saying that it's certain, but multiple sources talking about how in the next three to five years, these are intel and military sources saying we will be in a hot war with China. That's not overly comforting. We're we're on the doorstep of World War III with with Russia and Ukraine. We've we've got people going after us from within. Our our you know our food supply is at risk. Our just our supply chain in general is at risk. Our you know Lord knows what's going on with the power grid. So please be smart. If you don't, I encourage you to go to heavensharvest.com, use promo code DREW to save, get yourself and your loved ones taken care of. But even if you don't, guys, and I probably get in trouble for saying this, just get something. I don't care where it's from. Please be smart. Please be prepared. It's, it's, you're going to be so glad that you do. Then real quick, Speedy Girl over on uh, Red Voice Rumble. 
said we had a train derailment in Toledo, Oregon Friday, spilling 2,000 I, by the way, I didn't know there was a Toledo, Oregon. Um, spilling 2,000 gallons of oil about a mile to a river and only a few miles from the ocean. Still no plan for cleanup. Uh, we did not cover that, Speedy Girl. We covered a lot of the other ones. And it's so remarkable. Thanks for sharing that. It's so remarkable to me. And we talked about this, I think it was yesterday. might have been two days ago. That these guys use climate change and protecting you know, our Earth and our planet and our waters and yada, yada, yada all the time, right? And they do it for very nefarious reasons. But then these things happen. Nord Stream, Nord Stream pipeline explosion. You got methane everywhere. You've got the vinyl chloride in Palestine. You've got the, the nitric acid in Tucson. You've got this, this spill in Oregon. You've got all these things happening. And mum's the word, no supports there. There's no cries and, and claims of like, oh my gosh, the environment. They don't give two shits about it. They don't care at all. Don't care at all. <clears throat> all right. Let's talk General Milley. I don't like talking General Milley. I don't like looking at General Milley. I don't like listening to General Milley. But we're going to do it. We're going to do it because the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Milley Vanilli, made an interesting declaration yesterday about the Russia-Ukraine war. Take a listen to what he said. Russia has lost. They've lost strategically, operationally, and tactically. And they are paying an enormous price on the battlefield. But until Putin ends his war of choice, the international community will continue to support Ukraine with the equipment and capabilities it needs to defend itself. Through this group, we are collectively supporting Ukraine's ability to defend its territory, protect its citizens, and liberate their occupied areas. Okay. So General White Rage said that Russia has lost strategically, operationally, tactically, and they're paying an enormous price on the battlefield. And listen, if that's the case, then great. Great. Let's go ahead and wrap it up. Let's get our advisors out of there, whatever kind of human assets we have in the region. And let's close the damn checkbook and call it a day. But that's not what they're going to do. And that's not what he went on to say. He said that we'll keep sending armaments over as long as Putin keeps attacking Ukraine. So which is it, Millie? Which is it? Either Putin has lost, or he's still in the fight. It makes no sense. Biden said the other day to, I think it was Woodruff in that interview, that he's willing, ready, and prepared to continue providing stuff in perpetuity to Ukraine if need be. And when it comes to Milley here, I don't, I don't think anyone does, but I don't believe a damn thing that comes out of his mouth. This is the guy who oversaw the unmitigated disaster of our troop withdrawal in Afghanistan. You his know judge- what's crazy here is... The New York Times here is saying that one of the one of the main productions where they said, oh, we're sending weapons is finally up and running and could ship as many as 750 bombs, 12 launchers by the end of 2024. So our weapons haven't even made it there, according to this article. But- A lot of them haven't, but people people don't <laughs> got paid. Yeah, but it's like, okay, we did it. We sent, we, our, our aid helped. Our aid hasn't even gotten there yet. Well, a lot of it hasn't. A lot of it hasn't. No, for yeah. sure. Um, but this guy's judgment is horrible. His lack of character is despicable. And his honor as a soldier, I would say, is repugnant. He's a disgrace to every American who's died in defense of our country. No one sits there, especially those who were in the military who have gotten out and been like, oh, he's a great I'm so glad he's there. No one likes this guy. He's your typical general who made his way through the ranks 
most likely failing upwards with his goal of being a member of the Joint Chiefs of Staffs by sitting his, you know, doing whatever he needs to do to 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 climb those ranks. But then it's going to end well for them, right? Like he's 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 done all this stuff. He has no sense of of what the job is, no sense of who the people underneath him are. And when this is all said and done, he'll be A-OK, he'll be safe, he'll end up on the board of directors for some big defense contracting firm, and he's still going to be winning, at least at least in terms of his, his bank account and his power and his authority, not in the sole department. But the path that he's taken, it's the same disastrous path that, that many military, mil, uh, military leaders, I can't talk, have taken over the years. This guy's just a warmongering sellout who will keep the Ukrainian war going. I mean, literally, Russia has lost, but we're going to keep it going anyways. It's ridiculous. You would think after <laughs> Russia's lost, you'd be like, hooray, like, victory, we did it, good job, guys, and, and then, all right, he, here's what we're doing now to remove ourselves or from this, but no, no, none of that. No. None of that. And, and I know... It wasn't even like that with Afghanistan either. You know, I know it wasn't like or the war in Iraq. It wasn't like that. Like, oh, it's over. All right, let's leave. Like, no, they, we were still there. We were still doing what we need, what we thought that needed to be done. You know, based on the higher ups. You know, hundred percent. So it's not like it's not going to be an overnight thing that changes. But you would hope in that speech there would have been like, all right, now we're going to start talking about how we exit, the, how we get out of this. But, well, no, I mean, because it's not. I mean, because first of all, again, it's not over. It's very much not over. Yeah. Putin oh, has not 100%. waved a white flag. <laughs> but as as Toker's saying, and and uh, someone else said over on uh, Double Tap said, I think over on YouTube, you know, who's going to rebuild this? This is we always go into nation building, not because we care about building other nations. We do to an extent because we like to keep them under our thumbs and make them our bitches. But because there's money in it, there's money. There's defense contracts out the wazoo. All of that stuff. So. This thing is going to go on in perpetuity, and we're you and me, all of us here, are going to be sending our hard-earned tax dollars over there to rebuild this thing. It's absolutely ludicrous. No, I, I mean, and a gentleman I met here when I first moved to New Mexico, he's like, I made my living on being over in Afghanistan and Iraq doing construction, rebuilding things, like, yeah. like, phys like physical construction. Not only was it just on the bases, but everywhere else that they wanted to be built. He's like, I'll do it. Done. I'll do it. Yeah. And he's like, I was there. I was there for as long as I could could have been, and then once I made enough to retire, I left because yeah, it was a I, lot. Of money I know a it. lot of people who did that exact same thing. It's it's yeah. You probably met the guy that I met, you know. But it's just it's just like you know, it's crazy because he's just like yeah, he's like that's that's where I made my money. He goes, I work at the labs now just to because I like to keep my brain going at Los Alamos, right? Like, but it's not. I'm not making the money I made over there. <laughs> no, I mean the money's good over there. I'll tell you that. My gosh. Um, all right, so we're learning now about the spy balloon. Let's just touch on that real quick. And I, we all kind of knew this to be true, certainly if you've got a background in, in the intel community or the military community and kind of know how some of this stuff works. But the, the spy balloon that was shot down off the coast of South Carolina, again, once it accomplished its mission and was out of the United States, uh, had been on the radar for a week prior. And not just, not just was it on the radar and that we, we saw and knew that it was coming, we literally watched it take off. Intel watched it take off in the South China Sea a week before entering U.S. airspace. And the government said nothing when it entered said U.S. airspace. Not over the Aleutian Islands, not over, you know, Montana on February 2nd. Not, not any of that stuff. Government didn't issue a statement. 
And it was a total power play by China. China's was supposed to be hosting Blinken at the time. Obviously, that got nixed. But they wanted to do it, one, because they have operational values and, and, and desires with this test run. But also with Blinken coming, it's just a message that they're sending out that's saying, hey, you're our bitch. And in a lot of ways, we kind of are. Well, I mean, imagine that. We're hosting Secretary Blinken here, and we've got a spy balloon over you, probably several, over your country right now. And there's nothing you can do. And there's nothing that vegetable in the office is going to do. It's, it, it, this happens. And I, again, this is what I talked about in OAN today. This kind of stuff happens. There's a, there's a lot of reasons. But if we, if we get real simplistic with it, which sometimes you can, it happens because of our weakness. I mentioned it earlier in the show today, too. Like, we've got a bunch of beta males running our country. And the danger of running a country with beta males is that they don't know when to flex. Hell, they don't know how to flex. That's, that's why you see our fighter jets being scrambled and shooting down objects in the air that we have no idea what they are. Biden and the rest of his estrogen-fueled beta henchmen are incapable of acting assertive. Assertive. I mean, they're, 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 they, they, they don't know what to do, so they're like, well, let's just shoot shit down. It'll make it seem like we, like we care. But none of these guys, none of these guys have a set of balls on them. I mean, honestly, if Blinken had any more estrogen in him, he'd be abreast. Like, he's just not the epitome of, of, of a strong man. It, it what the hard part is is you know it's like the you know at this point instead of like you know they're shooting down and they're not even asking questions later it's just they've shot it all the other ones they've shot down and and, and we know nothing we know nothing about it even like the I was reading an article last night about the one that you know fruit that's shot down they're finding they're they're pulling stuff out of the ocean but nothing is recoverable like you can't just they have the the stuff in their hands, but they can't do anything with it because it's it's useless now. Yeah, no, it's, we're uh, it's... we're a hot mess who's quickly going to be in a hot war if we're not careful, and it's it's ridiculous because it's totally avoidable, totally avoidable. Strength, peace through strength, and and just straight up strength. <laughs> There's so many so many things that we need that we don't have yesterday or we don't have right now. Speaking of yesterday, I'm about to say yesterday. So yesterday. You had a bunch of senators who were getting briefed on this whole thing, the objects that were shot down over Canada, Alaska, Lake Huron, all of those, right? So Senator Kennedy, who always has some, some interesting things to say, I just want to, we're not going to go in, in depth on this, but, but he was asked yesterday what, what, what he could tell us about the briefs. This was what he said. This has been going on for a long, long, long time. Um, at, at, at least 2017. Last week we were told 2019. Um, that's what I took away from it today. Thanks, so, guys. Appreciate it. Lock your doors tonight. Thank you. Lock your doors tonight. I enjoy Kennedy's folksy Louisiana responses to questions that he's asked, but but this answer seemed a little cryptic for my liking. If these were Chinese spy balloons, why would, we, why would we be locking our doors? And I'm not saying that they are. I mean, if they were some sort of aerial vehicles from, like, Delta Centurion Galaxy that are manned with some sort of life forms, yeah, I'd be locking my doors, barricading them, using magnetic locks, doing whatever I could. But 
it's just it was a weird answer like oh my gosh like we every everyone's up in arms everyone is filling the void with you know the lack of information with their own ideas and thoughts on on what this could be i don't for a second think that it is that to be clear but i just it was a weird response by kennedy lock your doors <laughs> it's like it, I, not that this is there because I haven't seen any of the footage, but it'd have been great if after the cameras goes like it's just a good practice, you know, lock your doors at night, you know, like that. Absolutely, it is. That it, would make more sense. Yes. <laughs> Can we add some context to this super crypt, cryptic and weird threat? Uh, can we please have a little more information? Yes, lock your doors, have some some exterior lights, do all sorts of common sense things. But uh, it, it's just again when you when you say things like that in this crazy ass world that we live in, people are going to people are going to lose their minds over that comment. And who knows if we're ever going to get any straight answers on what was shot down last week? Probably not. Seems more like this whole thing is just a distraction to keep questions away from Seymour Hirsch and the article that he wrote about Nord Stream Pipeline, which was a really big deal. No one's talking about it. No one's talking about it. We'll see. All right, folks, it's time. It's time to head over to Booze and Banter. So here's the deal. Let me just tell you, we're going to get into Lindsey Graham, who's obviously looking for like a new male lover among the illegal immigrant population here in this country, because he wants to let 2 million of them have amnesty. So we'll get into that. We're going to get into, what else are we getting into over there? Him and Durbin. We're going to get into... Um, something with Elon? Something with Elon. We're going to get into the media. We're going to go back to East Palestine for a second, because there's literally, the media, at least three major media networks, 30 minutes or less on the story combined crazy lots more we'll get into whatever the hell you guys want to get yourself a drink get on over there go to redvoicemedia.com forward slash drew crew that's where you sign up guys you can try it for a dollar you can try it for a dollar that's where it is redvoicemedia.com forward slash drew crew then watch it at redvoicemedia.com forward slash bb we hope to see you there dave we'll put it in the link here in one second be safe be smart be free y'all You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.